podcast i'm your host amy quinley and today we are here to recap the jeff lewis live show for the week of october 9th through the 13th i love that october has friday the 13th in it like it just it feels right it feels like the perfect spooky vibes you know to carry us through for the next couple weeks except one time i said oh my god it's friday the 13th i wonder what bad thing is gonna happen today and then that night, my favorite ex-boyfriend cheated on me <laughs> and broke my trust for all of eternity and I could never recover. <laughs> Good times for all. Yeah, true story. All right, we have so much to talk about today, so let's keep the good times rolling. With the Monday episode of Jeff Lewis Live, we had Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal. And obviously Shane Douglas is just a forever, he's a gargoyle in the studio. <laughs> he's just a forever statue there, so... Shout out to Shane, who also got a shout out on Real Housewives of Orange County, which Miss Kelly Dodd used to be a part of. But we don't give a fuck about that right now, because first we need to recap the Halloween walk at Universal Studios. I, yeah, yeah. I'm so confused, though, because Jeff kept saying, I think they were trying to blacklist me from going or whatever. And by they, I mean the staff at Universal, even though... <laughs> You could truly substitute that <laughs> for so many other people slash companies. Okay, um, shout out. What was it? Yellowstone Bourbon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when have you ever gotten advertising like that, Yellowstone Bourbon? Okay, you're fucking welcome. We'll take our sample now. You can have Shane's cousin Kevin deliver it to us all straight from the Montana mountains. We don't mind. Balls out, bourbons out. Great, great night. Okay, so... um. Jeff was saying, oh yeah, they don't want me there. And they tried to nudge me away, but they ended up giving me like a prime time slot and they let me bring double the chumps as last year and gave me double the amount of guides. But yeah, I don't know. They just definitely hate me. I was like, um, victim mode much. <laughs> I'm joking, Jeff. It takes one to know one. We love to be a victim Vicky every now and then. Okay, so the craziest thing I found about it all is that their guides, and yeah, I guess it was just two, but still, that's double the amount of last year's. <laughs> all right, but their guides' name were Chris and Ursula. So when he first says that, I'm like, okay, so obviously Ursula from Little Mermaid, she dressed up like that because it was at the Disney, this was at Disney, it must have been. And then what, is there a Prince Chris? Prince Chris? I guess Christopher, Prince Christopher, I believe he was one. That uh, Of course he was. That's like the all-American name. And so uh, Prince Samuel, Uncle Sam. Oh, yep, Uncle Prince Chris's uncle is Sam. Okay, so then I remembered, wait, they weren't at Disneyland. They were at Universal Studios. So this isn't characters. Like, her name is just... Ursula. Her name's just Ursula. And I'm not name shaming. I love it. I have a friend who her mom's name is Ursulina and I love it's beautiful. But I just I 
it's, I never met a regular person named Ursula. And I can't believe that she has not been poached by Disney yet. What the fuck? She's walking 10 feet away from their giant mecca of Ursula, Little Mermaid, Shebang, Shaboom, Shabweep. And yeah, they just have her guiding Veeps, guiding VIPs over at Universal instead. Come on, Disney, pick your game up. Keep it authentic. Get the Ursulas to play Ursula. If she wants, if she wants, I don't want to Ursula pressure her. Ursula pressure. Um, okay, but according to Kelly Dodd, Paige, <laughs> Paige Davis is not invited back next year. Mm-mm, not to the Halloween jaunt. Or Krista. Krista is also not invited. Heather McDonald might be, though. I don't know. Just give it some time. And half the other Trumps, they're on probation. And just in case, like, by next year, Jeff and Kelly, they have cooler friends to invite that actually enjoy getting the shit scared out of them. Like all normal people do. No, it's it's terrifying. There were chainsaws and people on stilts that start chasing you from the parking lot and they don't stop until they kill you. No, I'm <laughs> I'm obviously kidding, but I just can't even believe haunted maze, corn mazes especially. They're the perfect murder place. I can't believe that they exist. I mean, I love it. Tis the season, I suppose. We love a good seasonal activity, but... Okay, so I get like Universal Studios and any big corporation like that, they have a lot of checks and balances in place. You would hope, you would hope, with all the chainsaws and everything running around. However, at a lot of these side-of-the-road mom-and-pop shops that run haunted horn horn mazes, <laughs> all the horny people, you go into one maze, all the corny people, you go into the corn maze. Obviously, I'm going to both. Okay, so corny and horny forever and always. <laughs> okay, so, um, wow. Um, no, but really, it just is like a perfect murder place to me. And uh, for a real murder to occur. Like, say, I, say that you're plotting to kill somebody. I don't know why you would. And you never should, okay? I don't, I don't encourage this. Don't do this at home, kids. But if you were, and you knew that they were going to one of these places, and again, not one with, like, security and all that. I'm talking a random-ass farm that just had an overgrown stock that year and didn't feel <laughs> feel like mowing. No, I know they, they everybody takes safety ser very seriously, but how easy is it for an actual participant if they're starting in the parking lot with chainsaws? What if you just brought a chainsaw from home? What if you brought a chainsaw and then you just pop your trunk and light it up and vroom, vroom, you put on your ski mask and next thing you know, everyone thinks you're part of the crowd until... Chaos, chaos. Like, it just shocks me in our twisted ass world that that has not happened yet. And a real Texas, Texas chainsaw massacre. Oh, wow, I really just can't talk today, but <laughs> you know, I love a word fumble, so I don't really mind actually. Um, Texas chainsaw massacre, but <sighs> woof. That's, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Stay safe this holiday season. Okay, so honestly, though, Kelly Dodd sounds like the scariest part of the whole night. 
No, if she was berating everybody for not going into the mazes, like, Paige, go the fuck home. Why did we invite you? Krista, lame-ass, bitch-ass, dumb-ass. Why did you even come if you're not going to live in fear for your life for the next hour and a half and enjoy it thoroughly? Like, why? then why did you come? Yeah, no, really, can't you just picture Kelly Dodd like, loser, you fucking loser, get in the fucking maze. Oh my God, no, that's terrifying. I would have rather run into the arms of <laughs> one of the men with chainsaws. <laughs> I would have been like, can I hide with you? He's like, <laughs> he's like, ma'am, I'm here to kill somebody. So unless you want that to be you, fucking leave. Again, just stay safe, okay? So Kelly and Rick, they always turn on their TV and Little People Big World is on. So Kelly goes, <laughs> it's like a Little People network. And I think Jeff got confused because he knew at first they were talking about Little People Big World. But then when they said Little People Network, he was like, wait, there's a whole network? And Kelly's like, yeah, I just said TLC. But Jeff was like, how did I not know about this? And Kelly's like, I don't know. Because every time we turn on our Samsung TV, it is always on. And Rick was like... <laughs> <laughs> obviously joking. He's like, uh, yep. It's our Samsung TV. Just choosing the little people network again and again. First, I have to just shout out Samsung because they've gotten dragged on JLL so much. Don't you remember <laughs> Andrew Freund RIP to his presence on JLL? <laughs> Love you. And, um, so he had a whole thing about his Samsung TV and now we have Kelly Dodd claiming that Samsung is, has a bug in their system and you just constantly have to watch <laughs> the little people live in a big world. But, um, I just want to say and remind everybody the TV turns on to whatever channel was on last, okay? So it's not a coinky dink, all right? Clearly, Rick Leventhal is binging 90 Day Fiance at three in the morning. Oh my God, that gets so obvious. Either that or Kelly Dodd is watching Pimple Popper. I don't know, one, one or the other, but somebody is leaving TLC on and I'm not mad about it. Okay, so then somebody, talk about getting mad, somebody calls in to talk to Jeff about Sparkle's a mermaid. I don't know what it's about. That's all I wrote. Because the best part of this call was that right after it ends, <laughs> Rick Leventhal, he goes, does anybody know we're still here? Aren't we supposed to be the one getting questions? And I literally forgot that they were there. <laughs> Once he said that, I was like, oh yeah, Rick, hey bud, what have you been doing this whole time? <laughs> Missed ya. No, really, yeah, I, I forgot. Um, So let's move on to the Tuesday episode. We had Nikki Haskell and Josh Flo. All right, so Nikki used to have a talk show back in the day. She had a lot going on back in the day. She was also a badass business stockbroker extraordinaire. Of course, she was a dazzling socialite. She was the OG influencer. Okay, so she's basically a splash of Oprah, a splash of Barbara Corcoran for sure, Shark Tank, Meow, meow. Um, splash of Tins Mortimer for, you know, the socialite effect. And then let's toss in, who's an influencer? Shane Douglas? Yeah, all right. And then a splash of original Nikki motherfucking sass. 
Okay, so there there was a lot of travel talk. Nikki Haskell, she's bopping around to Miami, New York, Europe. All right, my question. I'm not sure if Nikki and Josh have pets. I know Josh likes to kidnap Tracy Tudor's dog every now and then, but okay, so take Taylor Swift, for example, who we randomly talk about so much this week, but she loves her cats, right? I don't know. Does she? Does she? Or does she love her mom's cats? Because there's no way that she can live with them. Like, talk about bopping around. Taylor's in a different city every fucking night. So it's like, where are your cats, ma'am? Where do your cats live? Who babysits them? Do they have their own home? Like, with one caretaker, a cat taker that just stays there forever? And, like, you just go and visit every night? You have visitation? What is the deal? Because they're obviously not going to travel the world with you. Or do they? I used to have a backpack for my cats, and I would take them to the mailbox. (laughs) And they almost clawed through the backpack and got hit by a car so we never did that shit again so like I'm, I just can't fathom how you can I just love my I, I get it I love my cats too no I just not about love it's um I'm too obsessed with them yes we'll go with that but uh yeah I just I thought Taylor Swift like and people who love to travel like I'm just wondering how do you do it so then we had a lot of friendship origin stories we got Jeff and Nikki Jeff and Josh Nikki and Josh Josh and Oscar everybody and Oscar Demi Lovato and Oscar getting sexual Okay, so lots of the first meetings actually occurred over eating angel food cake. Strangely enough, they had that all in common. Or maybe it was Project Angel Food. That kind of sounds more accurate. But Nikki was like, yeah, I don't know. Josh just came right up to me and was like, I want to be your friend. So we were a match made in heaven ever since. That is what you're supposed to do, people. I forget who said this, but they were like, you have to be intentional about your friends. Like, you choose people. Of course, it doesn't mean that they'll choose you back. Just ask Heather McDonald. Sorry, Heather, I love you, but... <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you can want to be friends with people. Or MJ, yeah, ask MJ. Sorry, MJ, love you. But sometimes they don't choose you back. And so... So, but you should, you, if you see somebody that you want to be friends with, try, try, at least try just like that, um, homeless girl did with Jeff, but we'll get to that much later. Okay. So then on JLL, they talk about Julie Louise Dreyfus not wearing makeup again. All right. I forgot to mention that last episode that Jeff sat next to a makeupless Julia Louise Dreyfus, Julia or Julie, um, Juju Bean on the flight from New York and Jeff was appalled. He was appalled at her appearance, (laughs) at her natural appearance. Huh? I wonder why I didn't fucking mention it. And Nikki, Nikki Haskell was no help feeding right into the monster. She was like, that's unacceptable. I start every morning with a cup of foundation to the face, a brimming hot cup of neutral shade eight. Um, no, but like, And Nikki was saying, you just, you got to wear makeup. You never know who you'll run into. (laughs) Look, um, yeah, I can't be a bitch that doesn't wear makeup just because I'm a ginger with like, I can get rosacea unless I'm tan. It sucks. But for other people that don't have that problem, why do they like boys most likely never wear makeup. And if they go, I'm happy if you do, if you want to go for it, I I feel everybody should have the choice, equal opportunity makeup artist, but it's just like, 
okay, so if boys never have to wear makeup, they just get to wash their face in the morning, if even, roll out of bed, and they'll never know who they'll run into, but they're fine doing that. But girls, it's unacceptable if they don't slab on a bunch of chemicals onto the, like, it's just, come on, we're, we've evolved past this. Let her be. Um, so Jeff has mediation with Gage today. Well, now it's days ago. Um, I wish that Nikki could be their mediator, actually, because she seems very calm, but, like, no bullshit type. I love that. No, seriously, though. Like, was anybody else ready to hire Nikki as their life coach? Uh, The whole time, it just felt like she was summing up all of these lessons that I was learning this year. Like, I don't know, time to be a fucking adult and just stop overthinking and just do things and create your own path because no one's going to hand out an opportunity. And if they do, take your chance on fucking run with it, bitch, because you're a lucky asshole. Though I will say the one thing I did disagree with her on, she said something about like failing and (laughs) how like you should try, but don't give up on things, but don't fail too much because then you'll just be a loser. And it's like, yeah, but I have to keep on trying and I might keep on failing, but then eventually maybe I won't. Like sometimes you hear of comedians take, I just think of Bobby Lee, who's like gotten a resurgence in his acting career within just like that and all these other things. And obviously he's been doing it all along, but He's in his fifties now. And it's just like, yeah, like sometimes the, and he had a slump for a while, you know, sometimes you have, you just have a period of failures. So it's like, it's okay to fail, fail fast, get up, fail again, flail around with your cats on the floor. Oh, so fun. Uh, fail once more and then just make a million bucks. I don't know. It's simple, simple formula. All right. Moving on to the Wednesday, allegedly moving on to the Wednesday episode. We had Justin Martindale and Ryan Bailey's in my coffee. <laughs> that scene from what stepbrothers where <laughs> they sing sweet child of mine in the car oh it's one of my favorite movie scenes ever she's got eyes of the bluest skies if they want to wait i hate you looking to those eyes and seeing out a pain. <laughs> Woof. All right, so where were we? Oh, yeah, they start by talking about Bevy. Bevy, and I ain't talking Smith, okay? I wish we were, though. We were talking about the Bevy machine, as if it's a sign of wealth. They're like, oh, the studio in Sirius XM, they have a Bevy machine, and you can make cucumber Dr. Pepper. It's amazing. No, it's not. It's fucking gross. I'm so sorry to rain on your bevy machine, but I've we've been over this and mo- uh, people have commented. We know that those things are nasty. They have so many germs. They never get cleaned. You want to talk about cutting corners at SiriusXM or payrolls and all the who they're paying. Or I'm sure it's not somebody to clean the bevy machine. So I, I mean, or if they, maybe they do. Okay. Who am I to say? Love you, SiriusXM. All right, so Justin went to a cat funeral. What the fuck? Way to make me cry, bro. No, like sometimes I truly just stare at my cats and I start crying. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Because I just know that one day I'm going to have to live life without them. 
circle back to why I need to stop overthinking this year because I don't think that's normal. I don't think that's normal. Maybe it is. And also how presumptuous of me that I'm going to outlive them. <laughs> like what the fuck? Or either way, I'm going to clone them. I'm, I'm just going to have a million of them. I want to clone them while they're still alive so that I can have all the clones play with each other. <gasps> all right. I know what I'm going to, I have a list of things I'm going to do when I'm rich one day. So my sadness at thinking about cat funerals quickly turned into laughter no thanks to you guys at the Sirius XM studio. Thanks to my own brain. Because Justin starts to talk about an oil painting of the cat at the funeral. And again, talking about the list I would spend my money on. Adding my cats with an oil painting. I was just like, paint me like one of your French girls. And like me and my cats are just sitting there on our stomachs like naked all together. I mean, they're always naked. So don't act like it's weird. Like they choose to be naked around me all the time. It's only right that I reciprocate. You reciprocate. Honestly, that's something I feel like pet owners don't talk about enough is <laughs> how like uncomfortable it can kind of be when you sleep naked or just with your underwear on. I don't like to say panties like Jeff does. Your panties. Wet Wednesday. P oh, or is do we not talk about Wet Wednesday anymore? They who shall not be named. Love you, Julie and Brandy. I love y'all. Okay, so uh, what were we saying? Um, Julie, Brandy, no, no, not them. Uh, what was I saying? Underwear. Why was I talking about underwear? Underwear, underwear, panties. Oh, when you sleep in them. Okay, when you <laughs> And then your cat or dog, like, snuggles underneath the covers with you. And, like, obviously, nothing, there are no boundaries are crossed. Okay, we're not talking bestiality, but you're thinking it. You were thinking it. Okay, so I'm just saying, like, sometimes it is, like, when my cat snuggles with on my nipple, it's just like, oh, my God, you're, like, your fur's on my nipple, and it actually is wicked soft. I mean, it's wicked soft fur. Like, it, it doesn't feel bad. It's not like a porcupine is snuggling with me. <laughs> All right, I just want to move on from this. So, um, the dead cat's name. Wait, you guys, that do you guys know that Kristen Wig sketch from SNL where they do? <laughs> it's like the Sanderson sisters, and they're like sisters. Do you as sisters should? We're all in this together. Amy Poehler, um, Anne Hathaway, and I'm so sorry. There's one other lady in it, but Kristen Wig. She's like, I found a dead cat on the side of the road, so I put some honey on it and I put it in the oven and I ate it. Is that bad? Do 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 and. <laughs> Me and my sisters always do that to each other. Is that bad? Do da do do. <laughs> you guys, that sketch is so fucking hilarious. I highly suggest looking it up. It was like the Lawrence Welk show SNL skit Anne Hathaway. Just Google that. But and not till you're done, please. Okay, we still have things to talk about. So the dead cat. <laughs> These important topics, you know, his name was Nugget, but I swear in the beginning when Justin was talking about it, he said that the cat's name was TikTok. Like, I swear that's what I heard. But the worst part of all is that the first thing that I thought was the cat's 17, though. And I thought, like, TikTok's only five years old. How could the cat be named after its owner's favorite pastime when that wasn't invented yet? And then I forgot that fucking TikTok has always been a thing. 
It's called TikTok goes the clock. Like TikTok, it's a term. It's always been a term. And I am so peanut headed at this point. Like my Jeff, he says that his memory has shrunk. All my brain cells have shrunk. My memory, sure. And just any cell inside my brain is just very at a limited capacity right now. And yeah, I literally thought that there was no way a cat could be named TikTok because TikTok wasn't invented yet. So that's a sad day for me. Next, we start to start discussing more sad days for me. What number of cats you can own before you're crazy cat lady. And yes, I've obviously crossed the thresholds because <laughs> Jeff Lewis says two to three. Two to three. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jeff. My cats, I have two. And they are fucking little tiger cubs. They, I thought cats slept all day. Not mine. Not, they literally wrestle and then kiss each other to death and then come snuggle with my nipple. It's the cutest thing I've ever experienced in my life. And you would be lucky to fucking know them, okay? Don't ever, I hate the fucking, I'm gonna stand up for crazy cat ladies. That is the cause that I. I am willing to burn for whatever that term is because you just always hear crazy cat lady, crazy cat lady. But do you ever hear the wild dog man, wild dog man? Like, okay, if you have two to, if you're a guy with two to three dogs, if you're any person with two to three dogs, what the fuck? Are you training a wolf pack? Are you about to go dog sledding in Alaska? Are you going to mush, mush, mush? That's truly what they say. I've, I have gone dog sledding and that's a mush, mush. It's so fun. Except it's not. They shit as they run. Nobody tells you that part. More secrets behind the scenes of life that we didn't know. Yeah, the dog shit as they're running and you just mush, mush, mush right into it. All right, moving on. So, and well, maybe I am a crazy cat lady. <laughs> oh, I really feel like I didn't defend us well there. Uh, sorry to all of you. But um, yeah, we all know cats are the fucking best. So if that's your obsession, then you're clearly the best. And also other people make you the crazy cat lady. Okay, because I just love my cats, right? And everybody's cat, but like, I don't love cat things. However, everybody always fucking buys me cat things. My mom, she'll buy me cat dish towels, cat pajamas, cat this, cat that, cat my sister for my birthday, my 32nd birthday. Love you, sis. And it was a beautiful ceramic plate. <laughs> Back to me being a bitch about pre No, I just, she got me a cat platter, like a cat plate. I don't, uh, you, you guys made me a crazy cat lady. Cause now is it rude if I give that away? Cause like, I don't, I just because I love my cats doesn't mean I love cat decor. It doesn't mean I want to be a cat. Like, I do, I do want to be a cat, actually. They have the fucking life. All right, so I'm just saying, like, then don't make you, you think I'm crazy? Bitch, you made me crazy. Love y'all. All right, so then we move on to Los Hombres y la Bebe. So Jeff had mediation with Gage yesterday. Yesterday in the timeline of this recap. It took nine hours and it cost 22 Charlies, $22,000. I threw up a million times. That just, I, that's gross. I, that's awful. That's just, uh, what a waste. What a waste. I mean, not to the lawyers who can now fill their house with Persian cats. <laughs> Unlike Jeff, who probably can't even adopt his now that he just spent every fucking dime that he owns to solve zero problems. 
I don't know. There was no custody agreement made, no agreement on anything really, except one big win for Monroe that Jeff can't mention, but I, I can, I guess, allegedly assume that it's most definitely therapy, therapy, little therapy for you, um, which I'm befuddled because I thought that was solidified over six months ago. Like that was, it was going to be set up. I know it wasn't. So I'm, that's why I'm guessing it is therapy, but I just, what is up with all these deals? We'll get to it. But Jeff Lewis reframed his 18 hour day at the mediation center by raving about how delicious the food was. Oh my God. Yay. Yeah. My way to stay positive. Um, the staff even got to go boxes for them in case they wanted it, but <laughs> obviously Shanae, Shanae Douglas, he was like, ill. how tacky, tacky, tacky that is. I don't think it's tacky. Everybody loves a to-go box, but my thing is, why do you need a to-go box when you've already had breakfast, lunch, and dinner there? Like, there's no meal left to take it home for. You have to go to no more meals. Like, you had all your meals and probably even got a midnight snack before you left the mediation center. Like, I just, I can't believe they were there for that long. Oh my gosh. But then Shane was like, oh, and Jeff, you didn't know, but I have a Celsius in my backpack, which I've randomly heard so much about Celsius the past, like, week. It just, it, a brand popped out of nowhere tell me your secrets. No, but Jeff was like, oh my God, Shane, I didn't know you were stealing. I fucking would have joined you, obviously. No, just kidding. But Shane was like, oh my God, it was just one. And like, I thought about drinking it yesterday, but I didn't. So I just took it and I'll have it today. And I just love that rationale because it reminds me of like being at a hotel breakfast bar. (laughs) when you get a free breakfast and you always have to steal food to go. That's just, that's a requirement of a free breakfast at a hotel. And I, when I'm sitting there, cause you always feel a little guilty about it. Like, are they going to yell at me if I take this banana across the breakfast line threshold, which is just ridiculous because obviously if the banana was open, then they wouldn't care. So they, they don't care if you take it to go as long as you're not taking like the entire waffle maker. <laughs> Just unplug the waffle maker and walk back to your room. And they're <laughs> like, excuse me, ma'am. I'm like, what? The slut tooth donkey in my room said that in the morning they're making waffles. Waffles. <laughs> okay, so moving on, Jeff asked Ryan Bailey his thoughts on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And <laughs> the best part is when Jeff says, <laughs> Again, we know I've I had 20 word flubs this episode already, okay? So I'm not one to talk, especially when you're saying so many names. And we know Jeff's memory is slipping in his elder years. Oh, I love you so much, Jeff. Uh, so yeah, this is a very harmless slip up that he did, but you know we're going to call it out. A little splash of sass. So Jeff goes, what do you think about Mary Crosby? Crosby? <laughs> it's so funny her actual name is mary cosby (laughs) like the bill cosby not the bing crosby (laughs) it's like oh my i know that mary had a thing with her grandfather 
with her grandfather, but it isn't that her step-grandfather is Bing Crosby, Jeff. It's that she married her step-grandfather and became a Cosby, okay? So, or maybe she was always a Cosby. I don't know, but somebody can cosplay as Mary Crosby this Halloween. (laughs) I love it. Okay, and I loved the Thursday episode of JLL. We had the queen of comedy on the scene. Fortune faints them making that grain. Okay, and then we had Megan Weaver as well. We uh, Queen of the Beavers, Megan Weaver. <laughs> oh, I love you, Megan. So she was shit-faced by the time she got to the Halloween jaunt last weekend, which is the perfect timing for Fortune to be a guest because we know that she does the most iconic drunk Megan impression. It's just, it's the best. She should really work that into her stand-up routine somehow. So Megan claims she only got drunk because she didn't eat and took a few shots, but definitely did not pre-game. And then my favorite thing ever, we get a live text. Yes, Monica Casey on the line with the call out that Megan definitely did pregame because Monica was with her. They were chugging beers in the car. But it was such an interesting choice, by the way. I'm like, you guys were drinking beers in the car? I love it. I love a good beer. And I don't mean to drink shit. It's just an interesting, usually it's like, let's have the, I don't know. But I loved it. So, um... Actually, didn't they decide a while ago with Stu that beer is just water? Beer's like water. So obviously Megan didn't count it. She thought she was just hydrating on the ride over. Oh my silly us. Okay, so Fortune met Shane's mom. Woo! She went to a show and got a shout out on air. We got a shout out Shan. Her name's Shannon, by the way. How did, did we ever talk about this? Her son's name is Shane and her name is Shannon. Like that is hilarious to name your, like the opposite sex after you. That'd be like if I had a son and I named him Amoson, Amoson, Amy and Amoson. (laughs) Oh my God. And then I marry a Jameson. So it's Amy, Jamie, all right. Well, Jamie, Jamie and I, all right. What a thing. We have time. Not much biological clock is ticking and I think I'm okay with it. TikTok, TikTok, just like the dead cat. RIP. Its actual name was Nugget. I know I have ADHD. Okay. So, um, moving on fortune sold the infamous Hollywood house lift hedges house, Hollywood house lift hedges house. Oh, what a mouthful. Um, and she moved into a new one. She goes, yeah, I've been traveling a lot. So like, we're not exactly settled yet. We still just have to pick out some furniture, some decor, I was like, oh, you mean the interior design, which Jeff is an expert at and did at your previous home? Like, <laughs> like, are you trying to fish for him to help you out or do you not want him to help you? Because it was basically like her going to the studio and being like, yeah, I just wish that I could get some interior decorating done. That's like going to your friend's house who you know is a mechanic and you're like, yeah, I don't know. I just have to put in this windshield fluid and change my tire, but... I don't know. I guess I'll figure it out eventually. If only I could get some help. I don't, I'm just like, it's either she was secretly hoping that Jeff would offer his services, which he didn't. <laughs> just like he didn't offer to pay for Invisalign, but we'll get to that. Or uh, it's the opposite. And she's trying to play it off like, oh, no big deal. Just have a few light touches to do because she does not want Jeff to offer his services because she doesn't like 
how beautiful he decorates. I don't know. The plot just thickened, okay? I just want it to thicken. I'm just trying to stir up some new beef, okay? Because Jeff likes to do that to everybody else. So karma is the cat that bites me. Karma is the nugget that killed me. No, it's actually pretty obvious why Jeff is not going to decorate over at the Feimster's household. And that's because her wife, Jax, said, fuck off, Jeff. Fuck off. Just like caller Carol on Friday. Woof, that was a doozy. So then we talk about Tay-Tay Swift a lot since Taylor picked Fortune's handout from the crowd. Uh, what? Or she handpicked her to be in the crowd at her concert movie premiere. That sounds right. Um, And Fortune was like, oh my God, Taylor's a beast dancing and singing for three and a half hours straight. Okay, I just want to say, because we know that my Taylor concert experience, which to be very fair to Tay-Tay, it was like 15 years ago at this point. And so probably one of her first concerts, Speak Now Tour, but the concert at Gillette Stadium was completely different than when I was in Manchester, England. And I thought the Manchester one was rather lame. And I feel like I paid the same price for the tickets. I didn't pay for the first ones, but I feel like they were the same price. So I'm just saying that now that Taylor is broadcasting her tour to the world, it is so interesting in terms of accountability for performers when they release a movie like this, because now you can't underperform in other cities. You cannot get away with that shit because now if I went to the movie and it say it was the speak now tour and she filmed it at Gillette or all around whatever. And then I went to see the movie. I'd be like, that's not what I fucking saw in Manchester, England. So like now you have to make sure that every fucking show is fire, which again, I'm sure it is because because Taylor, that was 15 years ago. She's a little babe and she's now a big babe. <laughs> I don't know. She's a perfect babe. What can I, she's perfect. Actually, actually, ooh, yikes. Okay, not to play fashion, please, but um, I don't care. I don't even care that much about fashion. Unlike Jeff, who was appalled at Julie Louise Dreyfus for playing the role of herself. And wearing as much makeup on the plane as Jeff Lewis does, which I assume is none. I don't know. Perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps there's a tinted moisturizer on top. But um, so Taylor's dress for her movie premiere that Fortune attended, I saw pictures and it's this Oscar de la Renta dress. And I was like, uh, are you sure you didn't get that from Oscar de la Renta the runway? I mean, it was a beautiful color. Don't get me wrong. And obviously she, she must have loved it or else she wouldn't have worn it. So I personally just felt like it looked like a kid who tried to cut snowflakes out of it. Like it was like a doily type of like fabric. And then there was just like cut marks all throughout it. I, it was just like weird circles. I, it was very confusing, but so moving on from that, Jameson said about Taylor that she's also revolutionary, not just for wearing cut out snowflake dresses. I'm not even joking. At first I was like, did her nieces and nephews like make that dress for her? And that's what, and then I found out it was Oscar de la Renta. And I was like, can someone go and check if Oscar's feeling okay? 
Love you, Oski. Um, so Jameson was saying that Taylor cut a special deal with AMC. Actually, it's her dad. Forever. The reason some of these people can be the success that they are is because of their parents, truly. So that's something to think about in all this mediation mess. But like Taylor's parents have propelled her career in so many ways. And her dad is a business boss ass bitch. So good for her. But she cut a deal directly with AMC. So she gets the most money for all of her hard work. So yeah, if it wasn't her dad directly, then they at least have a great contract negotiator. And Jeff, (laughs) Jeff Lewis was just sitting there shaking. He was shaking because... He's not having too much fun with his own contract right now. So he lets us know that he is breaking up with Stu. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. That surprisingly lasted and we love it. We love, we're happy for them. But what relationship is going on pause at the moment is Jeff and the Jeff Lewis channel. That makes sense. Uh, No. So I guess he signed a bad deal and he's not getting a great return on his investment. So Sirius is benefiting, but Jeff isn't, and he pays from his own pocket to make sure that the channel's a success. But it's just like, then what the, who's in charge of these contracts? Like, and I'm talking all of Jeff's contracts that he's talked about for years now, like the visitation calendar with the holidays that only named like two holidays out of the year and the Sirius XM deal that this is like their fifth contract together. And he's still complaining. It's like, then who's putting these together? Because now it's turning Jeff into Jeffrey and he's starting to back away from his own channel until things fucking change. He's going on strike. No, it's not that bad yet. He's just going to turn from a go-getter Gary to a bare minimum Betty. There we go. Bare minimum Betty. Love that bitch. Honestly, I might be backing away as well. You guys, I'm getting really freaked out. So I started to get all these downloads, like an exorbitant number from one particular city, which to me could only mean two things, obviously. Number one, some team of lawyers, they're downloading episodes in droves to use as evidence because I'm either being sued or I'm going to be involved in some type of lawsuit. I don't know whose. I don't know whose it could possibly be. God forbid. Oh my God. And just so you know, huh, everything on Splash of Sass, it's alleged, okay? It's in the name, all right? Splash of Sass, it's sarcasm bitch. Um, or it's option two and it's just a bunch of bots. And if it's a bunch of bots, then what they're downloading my voice into like some AI database. And now they're going to copy my voice to haunt generations to come forevermore. Like, I'm sorry, everybody. I don't want that to be an outcome, but I don't know. I guess it could be option three, which uh, there's just a glitch. There's a glitch in the matrix. It's not the first time time shall tell. Okay, so then Megan Weaver, she reads a news story about girls faking their own death. Wait, girl frogs. I just, I did not even truly mean to do that. I just, <laughs> I like paused. I was like, why, what is, why does that sound wrong? Yeah, it was girl frogs faking their own death. But I would like to talk about a girl who actually died. She died, girl, for real. It was a like 90-year-old parachuter or something. They talked about it on Juicy Scoop. And <laughs> so this 90-year-old, she parachutes. And I guess she loved to do that throughout her life. And so she did it for one last time and then died four days later from unrelated causes, allegedly. But Chris Frangiola, he goes... <laughs> He's like, 
they should have dug a grave so that when she was parachuting down, she could have just landed right in it. And <laughs> I just had to give him a shout out for the laughter. Okay, so then there was another news story about a bus driver that got fired for accidentally drinking one White Claw while driving, yeah, a bus full of kids. All right, that part isn't great. But this was an elderly lady who was going through heavy cancer treatment. Like, she has cancer right now. And Jeff was so fired up about her, like, having zero empathy. I'm I'm pretty sure at one point he's like, I mean, I have empathy for her. And I was like... I thought Fortune was the comedian, not Jeff. No, really, though, he was going so hard at how irresponsible this old lady was. And did anybody else find how ironic it was that he had such a strong reaction to an elderly woman in a medical crisis who accidentally drank one tiny white claw, okay, versus his reaction to his extremely wealthy, privileged friend, Shannon Bedore, who chose to binge drink and then get behind the wheel. He had such a fucking lax reaction to that. He was like, Ubers get expensive and she never drinks and drives. <laughs> Again, more jokes, um, allegedly. But oh my God, see, is this the lawsuit? Oh, I'm sorry, everything's alleged. Huh? I love you guys. Um, So... Yeah, it, it was just wild to me that Jeff was going so hard for this poor granny who's clearly already going through it. Meanwhile, you have Shannon who's has every the life at her fingertips and she chose to fuck it up and this lady accidentally fucked it up. And like if Jeff's argument is that the lady the older lady was driving a bus full of kids, okay, all right. Again, first of all, one white claw, it's what, 5%? Again, I could gargle that for mouthwash. Like, what do you mean? That's fine. My mouthwash has more than 5% in it. Honestly, my kombucha does for sure. And so to do that, but then Shannon, who purposely got behind, with intention, got behind the wheel and she had her fur baby in the back, okay? If your fur baby is not as important to you as your actual children, what kind of monster are you? What kind of monster are you? No, that's probably actually healthy. Again, that's why I don't have kids. I would probably still love my cats more. Circle back to crazy cat lady. Meow. All right, moving on to the Friday episode. We had Kristen Takeman and Doug Buden, bitch. It's Buden, bitch. It's Buden, bitch. All right, so Jeff did a dishwasher commercial. Uh, or he ate a Tide Pod. Uh, it was one of the two. Um, But all I got from that is when I heard... <laughs> When I heard Doug Buden's Yoda impression, oh, I was like, all right, ding, ding, ding. I think we figured out Doug's Halloween costume this year because that was so fucking perfect. All right, so then Jeff kept complaining about having to build his channel without compensation again, 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 all week. Uh, yeah, doesn't it suck to have to do things without compensation? Um, No, but truly, between all of... This is what I'm saying, you guys. Between all of his interior design deals, ex- exterior design deals, shout out to the dead olive trees. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Anthony Anderson. Uh, the TV show deals that Jeff's been a part of, brand deals, advertising deals, paint. paint. Wasn't there a paint line? Etc. The list goes on and on. 
how are we supposed to feel bad that you can't make a good deal? Like deal or no deal, you you chose a deal. So I'm so confused. Like if I signed a bad deal, yeah, you should maybe feel a little bad for me because I'm, I'm just 32. I'm not as experienced, okay? But you, Jeff, on the other hand, you're, you got an extra 20 years, okay? And you've worked with this specific company that you're now having an issue with for years now. And you've complained about this specific issues for years now. Like Sirius XM has never changed who they were and you keep expecting them to like you, you're setting yourself up for a toxic relationship. I'm sorry, me love. I'm sorry, me love. But as a caller pointed out, like who the fuck was in charge of your new Sirius contract then? Because if Jeff is so mad that Sirius is the only one to profit from the channel's success, and I'm not saying, like, I would be mad too, but I also wouldn't have signed that deal in the first place. Like, why did you sign a deal that lets them be the only one to profit off of the channel's success? Like, contracts exist for a reason. They completely spell out exactly how things are going to go. So when you get to the compensation section, you look at it and you say, wait, if I'm not getting royalties or a percentage if it does well then I need to change that yeah that's what should have happened how where was that where I'm missing we're missing a piece of the puzzle please help us make it make sense Jeff because again I worked in contracts so like it just drives me wild because I know firsthand like these are preventable problems but then Jeff acts like he's shocked by the terms and conditions and we're supposed to feel bad I, I'm sorry again I don't me love I don't I got enough things to feel bad about for myself for Roy plus Jeff teased his renegotiation with Sirius for months last year wasn't it last year about how he might be leaving or do a different pod go make his own podcast or do the show with no contract in place for a little bit like Jeff you had a chance then back then a few months ago to rectify all these contract issues from the first agreement so like uh, uh yeah please for the millionth time like let me help you help me help you help us and I'll, I'll just read over that shit real fast well actually we might not have to deal with this anymore because there might not be any serious xm show <laughs> if jeff keeps on chucking unsuspecting victims under the bus because he outed another serious xm employee with braces again this is just like um why didn't i mention jeff calling out Julia Louise Dreyfus for not wearing makeup because I love that Julia didn't wear makeup. Why didn't I call out that Jeff said yesterday made this whole big deal about somebody else wearing braces at Sirius because I love that they're trying to brace themselves for a better future. Okay. So uh, not better, uh, just more aligned. They're a more orally aligned future. <laughs> but I just want to say, Jeff, I'm concerned for you because isn't that violating HIPAA laws? Like, isn't your orthodontist under health insurance? Like, that's medical shit. So you can't talk about medical. So you can't say that they have braces, right? I don't know. Because, so Jeff explains, there's three girls working in the front office. Two of them have, bra one of them we don't care about because she doesn't have braces. So she's safe. <laughs> Other two, as the queen of this world, Miss Beyonce would say, Best revenge is your paper, okay? So if you want to get Jeff Lewis back for talking unsolicited shit about you, 
and I'm so sorry, Jeff, but you asked for it. Okay, you asked for this. But I would truly, I would look into that if it really does violate HIPAA laws and then fucking sue his ass. I know that you love to get litigious over in California. Just get enough money so then you can get everybody in the office Invisalign. Woo! You get straight teeth. You get straight teeth. You get straight teeth. And instead of killing two birds with one stone, you kill two sets of braces with one lawsuit. <laughs> but uh, truly, I take it all back because Jeff has enough lawsuits going on. And again, I'm so worried now about my own. So no, again, knock on wood. But if I ever do have to go and like reach a settlement of sorts for whatever, Jeff, can you please let me know who your contract negotiator is so that I can never fucking hire them? <laughs> so sorry, but this is horrible advertisement on, yeah, your lawyer's end. All right, so I hope that you all have the best weekend ever, even if Taylor Swift did not handpick you for her concert premiere. We handpick you to attend the premiere called Your Life. Your Life, bitch, you're living it right now. You're living your own movie. Go be your own movie star. Go make your own dress and cut your own snowflakes out of it and pretend you're a designer. All right, all right. Have the best weekend ever. I love you guys so much. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sails. Splash your